bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. Foodie Friday is my favorite time of the week. I love talking about food. I love recipes. I love health. So it is fabulous. And I'm so excited to have the wonderful Heidi Moretti, MSRD. She is really great. We met on Twitter. I've met so many amazing health professionals. She's a registered dietitian. She is known as a diet detective. And today we're going to talk about seven vitamin D facts that may change your life. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me today. Well, I feel like I've known you for years. You know, it's funny. We we have this group on Twitter uh, uh, that you're, you know, saying that's funny for the people listening. And it's really become this like group of friends that we've never met, but we share each other's stuff and we learn from each other and we help other people. And it's really beautiful. I mean, I never thought that social media could be something like that. It's really nice. Oh, I know. I agree. Lisa, it's been great. And I just uh, really appreciate connecting with you and all the great people out there, like Lori Shemek and you, and, um, you know, and what an honor to be on your show today. I have to thank you again for that. Um, oh, and yeah, you. I mean, to talk about vitamin D is my passion, one of my many passions. So, uh, to share that with the world is, is such a, such a great thing for me. Oh, good. Well, let's, let's talk about the basics. Just tell us about vitamin D in general, and then let's talk about these vitamin D facts. Right. Yeah. You know, vitamin D, I think it's a confusing topic because there's a lot out there on the internet that's giving people, you know, conflicting information. And, you know, to break it down into simple terms, it's, vitamin D really is a sun factor that we get from UV outside. And, um, you know, when we talk about what it does in the body, it's not really a vitamin at all. It becomes a hormone. And so, as we all know, hormones do some pretty powerful things in the body. So uh, I think, you know, the research today shows about a thousand functions. So, so it's a big topic, but we can wow. simplify it, you know, looking at, you know, just some simple things that it might do in the body, you know, helping make other hormones that we all really know and have learned to appreciate, like, let's say, for example, insulin and thyroid hormone and even the one that, uh, you know, men are appreciative, like testosterone. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great, um, you know, and, you know, when we talk about dosing, too, I think uh, that's where it gets a little dicey. You know, I think, I'm sure you've heard that, too. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, all over the map. And luckily, I think one way to break it down and... Uh, if you look at the recommended daily allowance for vitamin D, uh, it says 600 IUs for adults. And what that really translates into, like people wonder what is an IU, <laughs> which is a yeah. good thing to ask because it doesn't make much sense. Um, but an IU really, if vitamin D is a part, like a particle of baking soda. So, or excuse me, it's like a hundredth of a particle of baking soda. And, you know, I actually had to measure that out in my hand. And I it's barely, I don't even think it's visible to the naked eye. One yeah, little that's how do you even see okay. it? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So when we talk about that, like in the, R, you know, the RDA, um, it's not very much. So, uh, and, and a lot of the clinical trials now are using higher dosing. And what I mean by higher dosing, you know, somewhere around 5,000 to 10,000 IUs sounds like a lot if you think about that term, but really it is 
Um, it's barely like the size of a grain of rice. So, <laughs> so to put that in perspective, wow. um, yeah. And if you go outside on a great sunny day, like a, a June sunny day in Montana, <laughs> uh, you get about mm-hmm. 10,000 to 25,000 IUs. Just if you get a little bit of, you know, uh, color to your skin. So, so I think that's some, some interesting and hopefully practical terms about what vitamin D and how much, you know, what we're looking at with dosing. So, And what makes vitamin um, D so important? You mentioned some of the hormones. What are some other things? Jump in, into some of these facts about it. Right. Yeah. So, so vitamin D is really, you know, it's key in, in even looking at changing our disease risks. So, uh, because it affects so many things, including even how our genes work. So we think we get our genes from our parents, which we do, but our environment and our diet and, our, you know, vitamins, hormones affects that. Uh, so so in practical terms, the, the most important genes that are affected are the ones related to cancer and autoimmune disease. So when we have enough vitamin D, it really helps dampen down the gene response or the gene expression, so to speak, of, of those uh, kind of the bad genes, so to speak. So, yeah. so that's pretty great about vitamin D, you know. So, which, oh, and then great. there's some exciting research coming out about, you know, treating autoimmune diseases and, or at least helping manage them with, with vitamin D. So along with a healthy really? diet. Of oh, course, that's right? exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, speaking of a healthy diet, where do we get our sources of vitamin D other than from the sun and from taking uh, supplements? Right. Yeah. You know, there are a few things out there that are good. You know, uh, it does take a lot, like say some wild salmon, some, some mushrooms, but, you know, I think when we look at the amounts you'd need to eat uh, to get even, you know, enough the RDA or um, what, uh, a fraction of what you get from the sun, it, you'd need to eat about a pound of salmon a day or, you know, buckets of mushrooms, which is great. I think, we, and actually we're learning that, you know, because food does dampen down the inflation, inflama- inflammatory response, that it really does enable vitamin D to do its job better. So theoretically, I think people who eat better, eat, you know, more veggies, more fruits, dampen down their inflammation, probably need less than someone who is not. So it's a little bit of a a tricky question because, uh, you know, food we would hope would be enough, but it really typically, I think, how we are designed as humans, it's a UV or spun primarily uh, sourced type uh, substance. Um, you know, having said that, though, you know, supplements can be a really easy way to to enhance the amount we get in our diet and, and usually are natural, which even, you know, some of the supplements out there are scary and unnatural. And vitamin D oh, really? supplements tend to be... Well, talk yeah, to us about that. What really... do we want to look for when we're yeah, getting so uh, vitamin D supplements? Yeah, right. Uh, so vitamin D is, you know, like D3 is called cholecalciferol. It's actually lanolin. So they're, that's from sheep's wool. So they simply expose it to some, some UV and it becomes vitamin D. So that's a really, you know, pretty safe way to get vitamin D is vitamin D3. And the, uh, the 
there are exceptions. Of course, we know people who are allergic to wool, <laughs> that that might not work out. I've, I've actually run into some people that are sensitive to that type. So vegetarian type is a better way to go that if there is some sensitivity. Um, so ergocalciferol is the other option, which is vitamin D2. And uh, that is sourced from mushrooms. So, so vitamin D2 um, isn't quite as effective, but it's another good option if there's sensitivity. So, so yeah, that's, it's a great thing to add in, for, even for um, all stages of life. Um, in fact, Lisa, have you looked at um, you know, the grassroots health website, they have some great information. No, I have I mean, they're doing a major um, public health effort to help pregnant women, and we're seeing that um, pregnant women benefit so much from from a little boost in their vitamin D. And, uh, you know, so they're um, changing the way even, you know, like major websites like WebMD or are recommending, you know, vitamin D. They did um, an amazing study down in South Carolina looking at um, supplementing, you know, vitamin D levels to get them to normal, and it reduced chances of, you know, things like preterm labor and all sorts of um, complications of pregnancy, which is fascinating. So, Oh, wow. Oh, that is good to know. Yeah. Now, do you have any recipes for us? Because I love recipes, and I know uh, listeners do, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So on my website, dietdetectiverd.com, on my blog, I, I always am throwing recipes in there for, for healthy, you know, antioxidant-rich foods and things that can certainly enhance the effectiveness of, of anything, including vitamin D. Uh, I, uh, I also use uh, an app. It's called Wild Tree. It, it's a great, it's made my life so much easier Lisa, I, um, all you need to do is if you type in my name, Heidi Moretti at Wild Tree, um, download the app, and uh, they've changed my life in terms of how meals come to be on the table. <laughs> As you know, we're all busy people, and I mean, I love to eat healthy, oh, yeah. but this makes it so much easier for me to just get some, some good food on the table, organic-type um, biases, herbs, things like that. So um, at the end of my busy day, I just, you know... I click on the app, look at if something looks tasty, and I'm I'm ready to go. So I love that app. Oh, cool! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is so nice. Yeah, right. No, are there? You know, oh, and, go ahead. Oh, and you know, I'm just going to mention too that vitamin D, in terms of like back to I guess swinging back to vitamin D, that um, you know, I had the privilege of being involved in a research study here with heart, and we we looked at a population. With heart failure, and we saw some amazing results with vitamin D. We used to hire dose daily, like for six months, we used 10,000 IUs a day. We saw overall, I mean, dramatic improvement. And, we, and it was a double-blind trial, so it was really rigorously designed and that we found people on the higher-dose vitamin D had definite improvements in quality of life, ability to do the things they wanted to do, um, and, of course, it was a small study, but, you know, really we didn't see side effects. And uh, and I think, you know, it's something to look into. And I'm not saying everybody needs high dose, but uh, you know, our results were pretty dramatic. Um, and so, so I, I, that's another reason I'm pretty excited about vitamin D as a, you know, helpful tool in people's lives today. 
Oh, that's great. And it is really nice. Yeah. Well, is there something that you like to make that, uh, even though I know you need to get the vitamin D from the sun and from supplements, is there a certain dish or dishes that you like to cook that has some vitamin D? Absolutely. You know, wild salmon is my go-to. And, and the trick with wild salmon is, or any fish, you know, you don't want to fry it because frying really does diminish the quality of the, of course, of the fat in the, in the fish, but also it um, makes the vitamin D uh, break down. And so the wild fish, but baked at a low temperature, um, covered with some dill, <laughs> you know, some spices and um Fish is probably one of the most reliable sources, just due to the cost. You know, um, mushrooms are great, but a little impractical. You know, the shiitakes, you know, come with a big price tag for a lot of people. Um, mm. You know, uh, actually, they've discovered some some now that you know, like especially like I know you're a big fan of grass-fed, you know, meats and things, and and they do actually Definitely. have some activated vitamin D in them. That's that's actually really new cool. research that's come out in recent years that, um, you know, so incorporating, you know, I mean, I know not everybody's into eating a lot of meat, but that is another reason to choose a high-quality meat is great, you know, um, nutrition, including vitamin D in there. Um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, I'm always a big fan of mushrooms for many reasons, uh, but uh, it, it does provide some natural vitamin D for our body and, uh, you know, and so tasty, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Now, where do you stand in terms of how much sun you should let yourself get to get the vitamin D you need before you put on sunscreen? Because that can be tricky and obviously depends on your skin type. I mean, my daughter can burn in two seconds, you know, because she's so fair. I know. Yeah, nobody wants that. Besides the pain, it's dangerous, right? I think it's a really valid concern for a lot of people. And we all know that, you know, too much sun exposure is, is, is a dangerous thing. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I think, you know, the experts are saying, you know, you want, um, you know, just enough to where your skin doesn't, you know, turns a slight color. However, you know, how do you, that it, how do you predict that? Because often the burn comes later, right? Uh, and, and the time, the intensity of the UV ray is so different throughout the day. So, so no real um, hard and fast rules. Although there is one um, guideline I like to tell people is that if your shadow, you know, if you're outside in the sun, your shadow is telling you something about how much vitamin D you're getting. So you can, if your shadow is longer than your height, that means you're really not getting vitamin D. So late in the day, um, you know, it's still sunny out, but your shadow is long. So you're probably not making vitamin D. You might be burning, but there's not enough of that right type of UV, uh, the UVB is what you need. And so early in the morning, right, I know. And so that's the part of the day you burn, ironically, right? So, um, you know, I say if if there's a risk for a person burning, you know, it might be a smart idea to supplement, um, you know, and I I think for for many people, it's going to vary throughout the year how much it's unpredictable. So, uh, we've had people here in Montana where the sun is pretty weak. You know, we've met, you know people who really are outside working in the sun are the only ones I've ever measured that had a normal vitamin D level. It's kind of astounding how much sun it really can take to make a difference in the blood. 
you know, we wow. might see those that change. I think if you know dietary factors, the cofactors that people need are improved. Um, but you know, I'm not the one to say go sit out in the sun and sunbathe either. You know, so sure, I think exactly. that's not a safe recommendation. <laughs> but I think you know it's something to consider. A little bit of UV especially if you have a little bit of pigment in your skin. So say yes. the melanin in our skin actually helps protect us a little bit. If you don't have much melanin protecting you from burning, that's where you get into some trouble, you know, especially. So uh, it's, it's a very difficult and challenging topic, I think, today. Although, Lisa, you know, Definitely. one thing that is interesting is that sun, or excuse me, vitamin D supplements, we've learned, actually may help protect from sunburn, which is a little random fact. So so that's interesting. That's Getting awesome. a vitamin D levels up helps protect the skin a little bit. So that's kind of an interesting oh, cool. tidbit. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, I read yeah. eating antioxidants can help protect your skin a little bit. But it doesn't mean you don't want sunscreen, but that it can, it can you know, be protected. But be sure to use right? good natural sunscreens. I love Goddess Garden. Absolutely. They're a sponsor on my other so oh. naturally savvy and, and we only have sponsors we believe in. So they're really wonderful. Oh, great. That does sound great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in that too. The natural not throwing chemicals on the skin. Uh, and yeah, I think I've read the same things about antioxidants being protective for the skin. And I know in my life as my diet's improved, my, I've noticed my skin doesn't burn as well. Although how do you prove that really? <laughs> but um, oh, yeah. definitely skin protection is so important. Oh, it really yeah, is. I, now we have a few minutes left. I'd love to switch gears because I know you're really into essential oils. As a matter of fact, you are in my book, Clean Eating, Dirty Sex, which is coming out in January 2019. It's part memoir, part cookbook, part health life guide. It's it's wonderful, uh, or healthy guide, I should say, to healthy living and clean living. And I didn't even tell you this yet because you were away, but la I was excited that I reached out to Heidi and she was on her way out and she said, go on my site and see what appeals and everything did. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about essential oils because I know that Heidi's super into it. So surprise, <laughs> in the book, I have it. Oh, and, thank you, uh, I know <laughs> I thought that would make you happy because I know you're super into it. I think I talked about lavender. You had a great article about lavender. So I had it in a section about self-care and calming and things like that. So uh, tell us a little bit about essential oils and, and why you find them so uh, fabulous. I do too. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, yeah. Thanks for that. I, you know, essential oils are really our first, I mean, our first medicine. And when uh, lavender has 160 different compounds in it, and I, I found eight clinical studies that showed it helps anxiety. You know, that's some pretty powerful medicine right there. Uh, yeah. You know, and lavender, I mean, not just about anxiety, it helps pain. And um, that's just one example of essential oils. They're really just, you know, the the, um, the extract of and the essence of plant um, in a very concentrated form that really, I think, in today's world of toxins and, you know, exposures that we really never were meant to be exposed to, um, we need probably that little extra... Um, little extra TLC for our bodies. And, you know, right now I'm actually have some lime essential oil on because it's so bright and a lot of the citrus ones are really, really, you know, uh, beautiful and brightening. So, so the essential oils, absolutely, you know, I, I'm an advocate for, for doTERRA as well, which is a fantastic company. I, um, 
you know, they're one I only trust to, to take internally. And, oh, you know, they've really been a life changer for me as, as I work more and, you know, become more involved uh, out there in, in the world making a name for myself. I, I do need that extra little zen in my life, <laughs> you know. Um, I think oh, it's good. been fabulous. We have to come back personally. and we can do a whole show on, on essential oils. The time goes by so fast, Heidi. Yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. But tell us all the great places oh. we can find you on social media because I really, I love your blogs and I love following you. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. Yes, I'm on dietdetectiverd.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm very active. It's at Heidi H. Moretti. Uh, you can find me on, of course, Facebook at Diet Detective RD. I uh, definitely am um, most active on Twitter and, uh, you know, every week putting out a new blog. Uh, and so, yeah, it's definitely um, find me out there in the world. I, I'm so uh, excited to share share the passion that we all have together in, in health here. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been such a privilege. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're fabulous. Thank you so much, Heidi. I want to thank everyone for listening. You can find out everything you want to know about Talk Healthy Today and Naturally Savvy and other shows on Radio MD if you go to It's Your Health with LisaDavis.com. Be sure to tune in. Be sure to check out the archives. Lots of great shows, lots of great people, lots of great people in that Twitter group that I, it's not really a group, but the people like Lori Shemek and Beth Frades and Dr. Ward Bond and Charles Maddox and so many more, and now Heidi Moretti. So be sure to keep listening. Thanks for being here and stay well.